0: Hello, I'm Tara Ruckman.
1: And I'm Stephanie Howe, and we are Control the Chaos EDU. Are you burnout? Are you feeling frustrated or overwhelmed?
0: Or maybe it's the opposite, and you're a go-getter and want to level up, then it's time to dive in with real talk and solution-focused conversations.
1: Control the Chaos Conversation, we're
2: here live at ISTE. Yay, Yay. so excited
1: <laughs> to be here. It is so exciting. How has your ISTE
2: been, Tim? Well, it's been a whirlwind, like yeah. ISTE always is, but it's been really fun. I mean, like, one of the nice things is, like, I ended school on Friday, and I hopped on a plane, and then I'm here, and it's really reinvigorating, so it's, like, it's really nice. You get to learn a lot, you get to connect with people, uh, and it's always a lot of fun. So, like, you know, it's, it's a whirlwind. You don't really process everything really quickly, but, you know, it's kind of amazing
0: so instead of going downhill after school you went climbing up the mountain right away Yeah, like right
2: into it but you know it's a nice way to actually end the year because it's like you know you get to kind of just immediately refresh because it's like you're you're feeling a little burnout by the time you hit that last day and it's like you know meeting all the people and connecting and like so many people especially this year because it's like i've known people virtually for like two or three years that i've never met so it's it's such an odd experience right because you're Meeting people that you feel like you know, but you've actually never met them.
1: Yeah. And there's a couple people where I'm like, I think I know them. Looking at their like badge. We need to put Twitter handles in our Twitter yeah. profile pictures like somewhere. That is a smart <laughs> idea. Yeah. So then I can be like, oh, that is you. And I don't look like an idiot. To it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been great. Um, so today we are with Tim. And I met well met Tim in real life this week. um it was right after the zach king session which was amazing
0: yeah
1: and one thing that kind of um as i was listening to tim speak i think it was zach maybe or someone said that you had a student here that was filming and i was kind of a little like oh my god like (laughs) man and that's what we're going to be kind of talking about today is that authentic experience for these kids um so you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself
2: and then this yeah, student, sure, how, yeah. how did that come about? <laughs> so, uh, so I've been teaching uh, high school art and media for 25 years uh, in New York. Um, and uh, one of the things I've done is uh, really, you know, I don't really have a set curriculum. One of the things I really like to work with the students and cater the curriculum to them and what their interests are. So it's really fun. It's really nice. Uh, you know, media is a landscape that, you know, a lot of parents are a little bit afraid, like, you know, Yep. of you know like the arts seems scary sometimes people are afraid of jobs and then you realize that like you know most of my students get really fantastic jobs that they love yeah. um so like having a chance to have a student like you know who's out there working you know it's always really nice so it's like a, it's kind of amazing being able to connect with a former student who's like doing what i taught him you know what I mean? <laughs> like here and then you know filming me you know it's a, like very meta at some point but yeah really interesting so yeah. So super cool. I feel proud as a teacher being able to, you know, to see a professional who, who also I talked to him afterwards and it's like, he has a documentary film coming out. Oh so gosh, awesome. super cool. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll be looking for that for sure. Yeah. Because are you like credited in any way
2: for that? <laughs> I That'd feel like nice, yeah. you,
0: you were kind of starting that passion or part of that. Starting yeah. that passion,
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, that's what it really is about, especially, you know, teaching the arts, you know, it's all about passion. So it's like, you know, teaching, we're all here because we're passionate about teaching. Um, so it's nice in my discipline that, like, you know, you really get to focus on passion and help kids ignite their passion, like find what it is yeah. specifically, you know, and even if they're not going to necessarily make this part of their life forever, uh, professionally, you know, personally, you know, it does, like, feed your soul. So it's like, you know, the, the arts, the creative experience is something that, like, everyone could, could learn from and take something from.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing. I love a good authentic experience story, especially my son is like such a hands-on learner and he is not a kid that loves school at all, (laughs) but you put him in the arts, put him working with his hands, give him his passion. And he's like the hardest worker that you will ever find. So for me, just personally, I enjoy like getting to know people like you because We need more people in the world like that, that are so passionate about so many other things, and whether it's curriculum or not, we have to find those right things for each of our kids, and we never know, right?
2: Yeah, you know, authenticity is such an important note. It's something that you don't see mentioned enough, I think, Um, just because, like, you know, I think, you know, being authentic as a person, as a teacher, like, you know, the connections we make with students is probably the most important thing we do. So if you want to be a great teacher, you have to be a person that connects with students first because it's like they need to have trust um, and know that, that you really care about them. Once students know you care, um, then you could really do something amazing. And then uh, the other thing is making sure the projects are authentic. So like, you know, I love that kind of project-based learning that, you know, I like to kind of work with the community and like, you know, I don't want our projects to get thrown out at the end of the year. You want to have stuff that goes out into the community and like, you know, influences, uh, you know, where we live and You know, even sometimes the world, like being able to connect and collaborate with other places is really good, too, for that authentic experience.
1: So what's the process? Where do you start? Yeah. And how do you end? And what mistakes did you make? Or what successes did you have?
2: Well, you know, you make a lot of mistakes. That's one thing to, like, take on. Yeah. And you have to really embrace failure. And I think that's one of the things that I really stress is that, like, you know, the mindset is is so important of, like, understanding that failure is learning if you reflect from it and then, you know and learn so like it's uh it's it's really important so like you know one of the things that i like to do is work with the students and like what are your authentic interests because you know uh students are interested in all different kind of things like i love ed tech and playing with with technology but not not necessarily every student does sometimes cardboard is just as good so like you know it's what are they interested in you have you know you kind of find their interest and you help them kind of like uh set fire to that passion so you know, we do all different kinds of projects that way. So like one of the things we've been doing lately, like I live on Long Island in New York and it's an island. So like water is very important and like keeping the water clean. So, you know, we started, you know, doing these kind of poster designs and then we made a mural together to kind of like teach uh, the rest of the school about what we're doing. And then we took those murals and then we put them out into the community and painted them on storm drains uh, with the science classes so that the community could learn about it. But it also like beautified the community and kind of You know, and then, like, I shared out all of those materials. So if teachers somewhere else wanted to do that, you know, they could just use the resources we built. So, like, you know, kind of like building and scaling up as you go is really helpful in these kind of projects.
0: And when you were doing that, what was your process to work with the community to be able to go out? And how did the community respond to that?
2: You know, it's really nice. Working with the community, I think, is something that's really helpful as a teacher because it's like it also lets you know, you know, because... When you work a classroom, it's like, you know, you have these kids and like maybe their parents have an idea and maybe a couple of administrators. But a lot of people don't really know what you're doing. It's a little bit of like its own world. Right. So like when you work with the community, like you're sharing what you teach and why it's important. Um, so, you know, we reached out to like the, the local government um, to get approval. And like and I had the students all go through that approval process with us because, I mean, that's a lesson in yeah. itself, you know, kind of politics and like kind of finding a way to work around it and then work with that. Um, and then also community groups are really great so like you know uh, and some of the community groups actually formed around the projects we were doing because like well this is really interesting we'd like to do more of this um so that's great and the community had a terrific response so like that's one of the nice things is that everyone kind of fell behind us and uh it really you know as a teacher especially as an art teacher you have to kind of advocate for your program because the arts are one of those things that can get cut so it's helpful in that respect but it's also great because it's like you know i get to drive by And see student artwork on my way to school and it's like that's awesome too you know what i mean it lives on
0: so in this process did you have any roadblocks that you could say (laughs) that we could like if we have people that are going to go back and listen and say um this was a roadblock maybe we could kind of prevent it from happening if we were going through it
2: yeah i mean there's there's always a lot of roadblocks and one of the things that like you just have to learn how to be persistent and find ways around it. So like, you know, you have to uh, have the right mindset when you're dealing with these problems. Because like, you know, I do lots of different types of projects uh, and you hit lots of roadblocks. And like, um, like actually Zach King is one of the people that brought this up because he was talking about like, you know, it's, he he, he, uh, he hears like, you know, how, how do we do things when he's planning projects? And then, you know, he, he gets lots of no's. And like, you have to find ways of like, well, why not? Like, why can't we do this? And there's like finding creative solutions around it. You know, as an artist and as an art teacher, one of the things I believe in is finding creative solutions. So it's like I I never really get stuck. You know, you always find some way around it. Sometimes it takes longer than you think. But, like, if you persist and if it's for the right reason, I think, you know, you could always work around it. And I think the other thing is that working with other teachers, so, like, collaboration is really, really helpful in kind of finding ways around this because you could get, you know, um, deterred you know, just emotionally, like, you know, when you get hit a couple roadblocks, it's easy to kind of stop. And it's like, you know, if you work with other teachers and, you know, you kind of partner with the students in the project and the the students' parents and make sure that everyone understands, like, you know, why we're doing this and that it's important, uh, you could really find ways to persist.
0: Solution focused. That's what they're all about,
1: right? And I just love what Zach King said, that yes and mindset of just throw everything out there and just right. say yes and yes and yes and, and, yes and, and keep growing on those ideas because I'm like how many times do we tell kids no like yeah no, but we can't do that because of this or that or that and it's like it, promote those creative solutions yeah so what type of reactions do your students have when they get these opportunities to collaborate with the community um, is their quality of work different or are they excited or yeah we, are they
2: it, it's so much more engaging because like when you know something is going to you know be painted on the wall in, in town like you know you want to make sure you do a good job and it's like they understand that there's a legacy to it too like you know so like everyone's so much more invested in it and like the the learning is sort of magnified too so it's like you know the whole process becomes more important uh-huh. um and and you also have to deal with some of the students like that pressure uh will get to them too so one of the things that i found is like you know it's difficult to be creative under pressure you know what i mean like you know in sports it's like you know people get paid a lot to have that pressure and perform, but with creativity, like, you know, if you feel that pressure, it might just cripple you. So helping students through that process is really helpful and not to kind of get stopped by it. So like, that's another thing that kind of like helping students find, navigate the way through kind of dealing with uh, that pressure is really helpful. So yeah, you definitely see that like students are way more engaged. Um, Everyone's a lot more excited and there's a, a sense of fun and urgency about what you're doing. And it's like as a teacher, like that's all you could ever ask for. Like, you know, because you get, you know, 100% engagement and everyone's really interested. And when you know it's important, you know, when you're making a mural for the school, you're making a mural for the the town. Or even if you're just doing a collaborative project where you're working with another school in another country, you know, it's an authentic, meaningful experience. It's the kind of thing you remember.
0: So engagement goes up. Yeah. Behavior issues go down, I'm assuming. because Everybody's so engaged. Now you're including SEL because you're talking about, you know, navigating through some of those struggles and pressure. So there's a whole lot of stuff encompassed that's way outside the curriculum that you can't get anyplace else.
2: Yeah. And it's all pretty fluid. I think like social emotional learning is part of almost everything that I do. Everything. Yeah. And I'm glad, you know, one of the the weird like uh, benefits that came from the pandemic is like a greater awareness of the importance of social emotional learning. Um, but yeah, you know, it's also a secret superpower of teachers. So like, if you can engage students enough, you don't really deal with behavior that much. And it's like I've never had to deal with behavior that much, which is like, you know, like it's it's so much easier as a teacher because like that could be a lot of work and like classroom management, you know, is really tough, especially for new teachers. So it's like I always really encourage like find ways to engage students, and you're going to deal with a lot less behavior issues. Yeah.
0: That's great. My, my behavior, my background is behavior, applied behavior analysis. I'm a behavior coach. Um, so that's huge for me. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Like if you connect with the students, naturally some of the behavior is going to go down right. and we've seen a lot of struggle in that. So tips, I mean, t- tips for behavior is always increase engagement. Right. It's yeah. Not just, it's not just about all those behavior modifications, but absolutely engage those students. So that's great to hear. I'm yeah. Like in my wheelhouse. <laughs> so you do art in tech, we do behavior in tech. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of our edge. That makes
2: sense. Yeah. And well, every, like every teacher really does behavior, whether they know they do or not. <laughs> right. It helps to have awareness about it. Yeah.
1: yeah. And also, yep. like, probably the digital citizenship yeah. skills that you're teaching your students in real life. Right. Like, getting permission. Like, you can't just go paint on the snowboard. Yeah. Um, I mean, you may be able to, but <laughs> just teaching them the difference protocols that
2: they have to go through It's really important. Yeah, super. Yeah, another thing is, like, you know, we'll use social media a lot, and, like, you know, so you end up teaching some digital schools that, you know, that that way too. And then, like, you know, I always try to, like, well, how can we make this bigger? You know, that's one of the questions I ask as a teacher. So, like, we'll reach out to artists that are well-known street artists on on social media, and, like, we're still at a point that you can interact with them, and, like, they'll give you feedback, and, like, they'll talk to the students, and, like, that gives a whole another level of authenticity when, like, you know, we've had a couple of artists critique student work and help us navigate the process. So, like, you know, you're getting, you know, this input from professionals, um, you know, like on the, the storm drain uh, mural project I talked about, we worked with uh, NASA. We worked with National Geographic and stuff like that. So you're able to get input from, you know, real professionals. And that really helps, too.
0: Do you ever have any of those professional come, come into the classroom or is it mostly virtual since you had, and through media since it's kind
2: of a distance? We're really lucky that we did have a number of professionals kind of come in. Like, you know, when we were doing the storm train, we had the EPA come in and talk to them about, so it's, it's nice because I'm a big STEAM advocate, like as a just interested person, like your, my own curiosity is one of the things that I share with students. So it's like, I may be an art teacher, but I'm interested in technology and science and math and all these other things. So, like, yeah, the EPA came in and talked to the students about, like, what they do and how they do it. Um, And then uh, we, you know, I'll reach out to people. Like, I teach art and film. So we've had filmmakers come in and talk to the students. And, like, you know, big names, even, like, Judd Apatow has talked to the students. And, yeah, so it's really cool because people will take time to talk to kids. And I think that it makes such a big difference uh, getting that opportunity.
0: I think that's kind of it sometimes an unknown place. Yeah. A lot of people have not tapped into those resources yet and have a lot of those people coming into the classroom. So that's great that you do that. But Steam, yeah, you're an author yeah. of this wonderful book <laughs> that I was so excited to start reading. So tell us more about that Steam power, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I've been teaching um, digital technology and Creativity for such a long time that like I really just wanted to share what I do because it's like you know as a teacher you build all these great lessons things that really work and it's like what do you do with that like you know I see some teachers retire and they they take all their files they try to you know like I wanted to give out the stuff while I'm still working and like I just shared 18 of my favorite projects uh, with a whole range of technology I mean from cardboard to AR VR so like everything in between Um, because it's really more about the uh, ideas than sometimes than the technology. So everything's very elastic, so it's available for different uh, levels. I also took it as an opportunity because, like, you know, I believe in STEAM, and I think that art and design is as important as all these other disciplines. But I wanted to make sure that, like, it was accurate to the professional field. So I talked to scientists from national laboratories and from NASA and from engineers, uh, mathematicians. So I wanted to make sure professionals shared how, like, you know, the creative side uh, influenced them. And I found out like, you know, NASA hires artists uh, to actually design, like, you know, they had to uh, find a way to fold some of the rocket, you know, the materials for rockets to actually unfold in space. And they hired artists to like study origami and figure out ways to do that. So it was really interesting. And, you know, yes. I got to talk to these professionals and share interviews with them in the book. Um, and then, you know, it, so I, it really, I just took all of the things that I was doing that worked and shared it with people So, you know, I I meant it to be just like a a gift to teachers that that teach this type of thing.
0: Well, it certainly is a gift. I'm enjoying (laughs) it so much. It's cool. What would be some of your top projects that your kids, if we were to ask your students, what are their top projects? What do you think that they would say?
2: Um, You know, it's not for everybody, but like uh, I always like, you know, as a teacher, when you buy all this material, you get all this cardboard with it. And cardboard is the most creative material ever because you can do anything with it, right? So like we we do like oversized masks of like important people uh, in history and we will make puppets and then, you know, have a parade. Um, so it could be low, low tech like that or like high tech, like AR VR is something that's really, really interesting. So like, you know, we're taking a lot of the, the classroom posters that we design and then making them augmented reality so that they could trigger into videos. So we took careers, uh, you know, and then we were able to kind of like you could actually point your phone at the poster and then learn about their career and that kind of thing and make an augmented reality art gallery so you can see student work and like you see the process behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like uh, it's kind of fun, you know, I keep that sense of play in all of these things that we do um, and it also keeps it fun for you as a teacher too, which is important. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it makes a big difference. Yeah. So much.
0: So uh, I, I just want to be in your class, to be honest. <laughs> I could go back to high school for just a little while <laughs> so I could be in your class. That would be wonderful. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, and, you know, I think that you build a connection with the students. And then, you, you know, like one of the nice things with social media is that you get to see where they go and what they do. And, like, and then they come back and teach younger students. So it's like you have this, this loop that happens where you have some of the students that go on actually come back and help teach the the younger students and give them authentic, you know, experiences of like, here's some advice about college and here's some advice about where the industry is going and stuff like that.
0: Have you had a lot of other teachers kind of fold into the things that you're doing and kind of rally around and collaborate and bring into theirs cross-curricular?
2: Yeah. You know, one of the things is I love collaborating. So like, you know, the teaching for me was like futile in the beginning because you're just like, you know, your own little castle and then like everything else is happening somewhere else. And like I wanted to reach out. So like I started collaborating with other teachers um, because I wanted to learn about what they're doing and it's just more fun that way. Uh, And then when I started doing that globally, then you get to learn about another culture at the same time and like it's really interesting and different perspectives. So like now I'm working as an ed tech coach in addition to being an art teacher. And like that's great because I get to co-teach classes and all these different subjects on all different levels. And it's kind of amazing because it's like, you know, I like it as a learner because I'm learning about, you know, today we're doing the Renaissance and tomorrow we're doing, you know, uh, Spanish classes. So it's like, you know, you learn about all these things and then I get to share some of like what works in terms of engaging students with that technology and creativity. So, yeah, it's, it's really fun and it helps also, um, you know, the, the vibe in the teacher's room. Like, you know, you're, you, when people understand what everyone's doing and that you appreciate each other, I think that makes a difference too.
0: Oh, yeah. Because you can go into <laughs> yeah. any lunchroom across America, probably, at this point in time. And somebody's sitting at lunch talking about a problem that is going on in their school. So right. anything that can help that vibe, I would say, is definitely solution-focused. Absolutely. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah, no, because <laughs> negativity is one of the worst things to deal with, really, in schools. Yeah. If you can find a way to avoid that, that's always going to be a positive.
0: My first year in teaching, my mentor told me if you go into the lunchroom and everybody's talking and it gets a little negative, just walk away and go out and eat lunch by yourself and don't get sucked in.
2: Yep, that's great advice. It's important because avoiding negativity will keep you fresh as a teacher. Like if you kind of fall into it, you know, I've seen great teachers just like, you know, because I've been working for 25 years. So you see where people are and where they've come. And like some people kind of go in that direction. And it's like, it's a little miserable. Like you don't want to live like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I
1: think being at ISTE yeah. There's so much positive people here. Like they're just only positive people, really. I <laughs> yeah. haven't heard anyone complain, maybe that yeah. they're exhausted. But yeah. That's about it. Um there's not. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim, thank you so much for coming on. And how can our listeners connect with you?
2: Oh, uh, you could always reach out. You know, I'm at Two Needles on every social media. So yeah, I'm always happy to collaborate and work with people and give advice or share if you have any questions. Yeah.
0: If you had one bit of advice for a new teacher that might be starting off what would that one best Tim Needles piece
2: of advice be well you know like I really believe in authenticity so it's like you know as a teacher when I started I, I played the part of a teacher and that was just really a waste of time because you know like it just it's not real it doesn't connect so like I would say be yourself and, and like you know find the ways you know that that you naturally connect with students and start there uh, so don't worry about you know Getting judged, don't worry about um, how you're doing. Just it's about connections. If you connect with kids first, everything else will fall in place. Yeah.
0: I looked at her because they call us the rebel coaches. <laughs> <correct>. There <laughs> you <laughs> go. You're along with us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what helps?
2: Yeah, it helps to kind of have that rebellious attitude. All the time. <laughs> failing <laughs> is part of succeeding. Yeah. You fail
0: forward, right? As long as you're failing forward. Absolutely. Yeah. They probably use too many it's Like yes, you can do that, and then it's like, but there's no budget. Oh. Find a way. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate it so much. We can't wait to hopefully connect with you more.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. It's been a pleasure.
0: All right. Well, we have next up. Um, we have somebody else from McGraw Hill that's working oh, cool. and leading right into that virtual reality piece that, that. The oh, day. cool. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so we'll be continuing <laughs> Very cool. our conversation leading from yours into that. So we're excited. And until next time, control the chaos. Yeah.
1: Thanks for listening to control the chaos. EDU check out the description for show notes.
0: We look forward to connecting with you on social media. Subscribe to the weekly podcast so you never miss an episode. Control the chaos. Until next time.